And welcome to a very special episode of Big Snackers. After episode number thirty-two, which is officially makes it older than me. Yeah, but still younger than me. So I guess I right in the middle. I, mean, I, I feel like I could date it if I wanted to. Legally, yes, you could date it. Um, today is a big week. We have a lot to talk about. Um, a lot of fun <laughs> things to talk about, and a lot of non-fun things to talk about. And uh, I figured <laughs> we might as well just get that right out of the way. Yeah, so I we can feel be done like with it. we should start with the fact that you somehow became the most hated person on the internet for about I did. a day I, now. I did. I still. I've gotten nine hundred Twitter followers in five hours. Yeah. All of them telling me that I should die. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, So what happened was, we might as well just go over this factually. This is what I was going to say, is that uh, that since everybody always wants to know about this kind of stuff, but nobody ever either asks or they never find out because nobody wants to be honest about it or tell anything that happened. So I feel like we're going to set ourselves apart by... By uh, just going ahead and telling straight up what I'll tell you exactly what happened with no bias whatsoever. Okay. And on top of that, 50% of the people listening to this don't give a shit what I say and are going to hate me anyway, so that's fine. No, yeah, that's true. Um, but it is what it is. Um, there's a band called Tiger's Jaw from Pennsylvania. And Tiger's Jaw, we've played with them many a times. They're very nice people. And they have a male and a female as the front people, much like my own band. Um, I think within the last week or two, they were playing a show. I think their CD release show. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was in uh, Williamsburg. A guy jumped up on stage and kissed Brianna, the girl in the band, on the mouth, which is obviously completely creepy and wrong. Yeah. There's no question. That's really fucking weird. And... That, I guess, to me, is obvious. Like, if you're part of the punk, hardcore, indie, whatever scene, is that you don't usually, you know, kiss somebody that doesn't want to be kissed. Well, he also apparently did it during the other band, Pity Sex, their set. He he kissed the girl who's in that band, too. So he did it twice? Yeah. Okay, so the guy's obviously a creep. And actually, the same thing happened to our band. And uh, we were playing Warp Tour the other day, and... It was either Pomona or, or San Francisco era. I don't remember, but it was in California. Yeah. And I always like to mess with the rest of my band if they're talking and just, like, interrupt them. Yeah. So Moral was talking about uh, that situation. And I wasn't really thinking about it. I was just more trying to, like, interrupt the flow of the conversation. Yeah. So I was just like, no, no, fuck Tiger's Jaw. Just kiss whoever you want. Like, it's the only thing I said. Now, right, you were so you were just offhandedly saying something like you would any other time. Yeah, it had just nothing to, to do be with on the situation. Stage. You just have to be on stage in front of a whole shitload of people who are Correct. Just say it. Yeah. And here's the thing: I don't mean fuck Tiger's job. Nothing against them, and I obviously. And the thing that no one seems to be reporting is that I thought about it, and at the end of that one song, like literally two minutes later, I stopped and I said, "Oh, by the way, obviously I was just being stupid. Like, sorry, don't." kiss people who don't want to be kissed because that's really wrong and creepy. Yeah. Which I said within two minutes, but yeah. no one seems to care because I guess the damage was already done and now I'm a rape advocate. <laughs> and people are literally tweeting at me saying things such as, 
well, since I said that, I'm obviously saying people should come up on stage and like molest the people in my band. Yeah. And all these crazy things. And really, I was just saying something stupid to someone in my band just to interrupt them, just to be a jerk, just being funny. Right. That I took back within two minutes. Yeah. Except I know there's still people out there who are like, well, you should have stopped in the middle of the song. You shouldn't have waited until the end to take it back. Well, here's, okay, yeah, that's fine. And, I mean, I guess that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, I've been thinking about this all day because I was trying to think of a way to put how I feel about the whole situation just after, first right. of all, hearing a billion people talk about how you're a horrible person, you know. Like, essentially, as far as as far as far the PC punk community has gone, uh, you literally... Uh, resurrected the spirit of Hitler, um, yes. allowed it to enter your body, and then led a Fourth Reich across the internet, uh, yeah, raping yes. everything in your path. And, you know, uh, you, you, you set back uh, women by hundreds of years because you said one thing on stage. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and not, not that anybody, I mean, it's not ridiculous that someone would get upset because they heard something out of context, whatever. I mean that is kind of stupid, but yes, the backlash about this without anybody did any. Okay, here's my question. I wanted to ask you: Did anyone at all come to you and ask you seriously what happened? Not one person has asked me about it. That's why I figured it happened. Not so, one person so, has asked me about the situation, what I meant, what I said, what happened. Right. Zero people, zero blogs. But you have these blogs of these fucking people. That know that they're going to get hits if they like can get saying, people to hate me. Yeah, and this is have you talked to the? I know that that one the one guy they I mean they've been talking about the guy from Tiger's Jaw I guess tweeted at you and said that you were being irresponsible. Did you talk to him? No, he never talked to me. And uh, a few other bands tweeted at me like uh, the world is a beautiful place and I'm no longer afraid to blah blah blah. Yeah, tweeted at me and said fuck you. Um, never talked to me about it. No one talked to me about it. No one really knew what happened. Yeah. So that's, Um, that's, that's what I was going to say is that if, if nobody bothered to ask you what happened and what, you know, then why are they getting mad? Cause you know, I think my problem with it is that like they get super upset when it's somebody that they see as like one of their own, like says something out of line or whatever, which is weird just because what, cause you have a girl in your band, like. There's plenty of bands with, like, women in the bands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. Just because of that, that doesn't mean anything. The The thing is, is they, they get really up in arms about it, and they start trying to, like, smear people and make, you know, horrible accusations and, and just basically try and paint you as, like, the worst person ever. When, when like, a person who's not part of their scene but is still representing their music, like, I don't know, Ronnie Radke makes a song where he uses clips from his own news articles where he was accused of raping someone and they don't bat a fucking eye at it. They don't say shit. I think the only difference is people think that I should be held to a higher degree, which I should compared to Ronnie Radke. Yeah, in a way. But I didn't, I didn't really, I mean, no one talked to me. Like you said, obviously don't kiss someone that doesn't want to be kissed. Don't jump on a stage and if a girl jumped on stage and kissed me on the mouth, I would be fucking pissed. Right. Much the same way as if a guy jumps on stage and kisses a female. And it is different for girls and guys. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's not. Girls have a lot more to worry about. Guys are way creepy. 
no, I'll get I that out of the way. Completely. I'm not going to say we're completely equal because if I walk down a dark alleyway and see two dudes, I'm probably not going to think much of it. Yeah. As a girl, I can imagine it's very different. I don't really know, but I know that guys are creepy and it's a whole different world. Yeah. But my, my point being that more supports the idea that if a young girl or even a tiny girl jumped on stage and kissed me on the mouth, it would definitely annoy me. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine like some big sweaty dude jumping on stage and you're a female in a band and just trying to kiss you. Like that's obviously so wrong that to me yeah. it's so completely obvious that you don't do something like that ever. Right, but uh, if you say that if you make – this is the problem. If you make any kind of joke, then people are automatically going to take it out of context. And like, problem- the problem is is that people keep on saying that's not something to joke about. And I wasn't joking about that. What I was d- doing was just being myself and trying to interrupt Maura, and she happened to be talking about that. Yeah. And I didn't think about what I was saying when right. I said it to her. And- which is why literally at the end of the song, I thought about it and was like, oh, that probably came off really wrong. So, you know, don't kiss somebody who doesn't want to be kissed. Yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> don't ever do that. But that's my other problem with it is that, like, everyone who does that acts like they've never said anything objectionable. Exactly. Like, everybody who's saying shit about you is acting like they've never once said anything fucked up. Or And the, and yeah. the people that keep on saying that I should be held to a higher degree, I don't know if they've listened to our podcast and all the things we've demeaned yeah. and spoken out against. Yeah. And all the things we've done on a weekly basis. Yeah, you, you like we have a I record mean, of about fifty hours worth of audio that somebody can go through if they really want to find something. <laughs> what they're gonna find is that we for months now, well before that, have been speaking out about this kind of thing and saying that it's wrong. So absolutely, you know, before everybody wants to get on their fucking high horse and you know be the white knight and act like they're all for women's rights, why don't you spend fifty hours talking about it? You know what I mean? Right. Where the fuck are you when? You know, everything else is going on, but you want to write a blog post saying that, you know, it's a horrible thing and blah, 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 when you don't even fucking know. Like, and I guarantee they're not going to listen to this and think anything of it because now I'm... I'm they don't of, care. It yeah. doesn't matter. I already said what I said. People are going to listen to this and still think that I'm some sort of complete rape advocate douchebag, right. fat Mike wannabe guy in a shitty band, and that's fine. But right. I just wanted to clear the air and that... That is what I meant. That's how I felt. That's the truth. I don't even want to harp on it for longer than it needs no. to be. No, I do. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, yes, that's... No, it's not that. It's that, okay, if if you're in, okay, the venue they were in was sold out, and I'm not talking about the band, whatever. They handled it how they handled it, and I don't have any ill will towards them or whatever. If you're in a, a venue with 550 people and it's sold out, right, mm-hmm. Uh doesn't the venue have security? And if not that, and I understand people slip by and they get up there two times in a night is very strange. But Agreed. if somebody does something like that, the first time they do it, when they get off the stage, you don't incite violence against them. You don't tell people to beat the shit out of them. You no. tell people to get that person out of the fucking club. Absolutely. You don't wait Absolutely. two songs like they did to finally say something to the guy and make him feel like an asshole. And that's, exa- that's the only thing I've read about it. I've read five different accounts of that night, and everyone was le- and all they said was like, oh, I- they played their song, they finished it, then they played another song, and then that was when I guess the singer got mad or whatever. He said something about it. No, I'm not right. saying he's wrong. I mean, it's hard to handle that kind of thing when somebody comes up on stage. It's a, it's a pretty fucking weird experience to have. But... If this is what you, if this is a thing that that pisses you off that badly, 
and it happened two times in one night, then there's something going on. You know what I mean? Like there's something that you need to have done or you need to have been looking out for or someone else should have handled like the club or any number of things. Just because you condemn someone's actions and then someone makes a joke about it doesn't mean the person who made a joke about it is a bad person. It also doesn't mean that you took the wrong course of action. But right. if this is a big systemic thing and there are women being objectified in punk rock, then perhaps you need to look at the fucking guy who tried to kiss them on stage and not the guy who made a joke about it five days later. And also immediately repelled the joke. Yeah. it's not. It's, and here's the thing about it. You know, to Tiger's Jaw, we've played shows together. Um, they've always been very nice. And it's just funny, as like you said, is that when this happened, no one talked to me or asked any questions. They just immediately, it was, fuck you, you should die, you're a piece of shit, fuck you, I hope you die. Right. And that seems kind of counterproductive to the entire idea in general, honestly, to me. I don't know if I'm crazy. No, you're not. Uh, um, I, I, considering like, that, like, okay, I don't uh, think I need to die. I think you could talk to me or you could ask me. Yeah, but, like this is the thing. I don't think that. I don't. I, I'm. You know, like, I mean, I make jokes all the time. It's what I do part time. You know, anyway, like on stage, I don't have a fucking problem with anybody saying whatever they want to. I, I, I didn't have a problem immediately with when with you making that joke. What I had a problem with was that everyone else who jumped on the bandwagon and acted like it was a horrible thing. Okay. Then I want you to, I want every single one of those people. First of all, listen to this and understand that what you said wasn't nearly what they think it was. And also that you did say and retract it two minutes later within two but minutes. That's I, the difference. I also Here's want the difference. them to submit. I, I also want I them. Oh, go ahead. I didn't, I didn't come out after everyone got mad and retracted like a normal person and try to save my ass. Right. That would have made me look really lame and been a bad look, and that's the difference. I'm not apologizing here and trying to save my ass, nor do I give a fuck yeah. about all these random people on Twitter. I said something within two minutes because I knew what I said was going to be taken the wrong way and wrong. Right. It's not as if the internet started backlashing and then I made a statement. No. So no, I would I, like that to be uh, yeah. perfectly clear. And I agree with the way that you've handled it so far because it isn't – I just, I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with, like, the way that people are acting about it. Not because I, you know, I don't, and I don't want to keep having to qualify it. Everybody who knows me and everybody who listens to this should know that I don't think that anyone should kiss anyone they don't want to be kissed. No, obvious. It's is, so obvious. But it's this an is an obvious thing. But this is my thing. All the people who've said all this shit and all the people who are, are, are having this backlash against it and all the people who want to say something, I want you to in full submit to every whatever blog, uh, your everything that objectifies women or subjects them to any kind of abuse in any way, uh, I want to make sure that you are on the side of the right in this, and you're allowed to cast every fucking stone you want because I guarantee that almost all of them have looked at porn in the last like you know week, have like you know. Uh, probably masturbated to a, a girl who was sexually abused her entire life and ended up in that thing. You know what I mean? Like they, it's different, everybody wants different. Yeah. It's so different. It's like, this is my problem is nobody wants to be consistent across the board with this kind of thing. Like if you have one, like there's plenty of people who want to act like they're ultra PC and that they never do anything that's objectifying anybody or anything like that. 
when all they're doing is just lying to themselves. Everyone has objectified somebody at some point in their life. That just happens. It, it's an unintentional thing most of the time, but it happens. To act like everybody can be self-righteous because somebody said something on stage or somebody, you know, 10 years ago said something and then everyone wants to keep bringing it up, you know, all the time. Like, you're not, you're not helping with the root of the problem. The root of the problem, the thing people keep bringing up is, like, there's some sort of thing against women in punk rock or whatever. Yes. Uh, okay, great. I, I admit that, yeah, saying stuff like that on stage doesn't help, but at the same time, are, why are you looking at that and not what the real fucking problem is? And I know exactly why. It's because people in blogs want to report things so they get hits. I understand that. What yes. what bleeds leads. It's great. It's the same thing that happened to the guy from Newfound Glory. It's the same thing that happens to a bunch of people every single fucking day. But if you really want to change the attitude of people, here's how you don't do it. By crucifying somebody for saying a sentence and not fucking finding out who the guy, you know, that jumps up on stage and kisses people is and being like, hey, man, that's a horrible thing to do. Don't do that. Or, you know, uh, making an example of that person or, or trying to put out there that this is a problem and it's not acceptable and we need to actively change it. Because if we're also fucking open minded, we're certainly not being open minded about this. You know what I mean? Like. You're That's very much true. If we're supposed to be the open-minded people, um, it's much it's much easier to crucify the person that's right there in the public forefront. And I'm in a band, and I'm on Warp Tour, and I'm doing that, so it's easier to just you know say fuck that guy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Without ever even knowing why, and without even knowing what it is that they're getting, you know, upset about or saying fuck you about, uh, because they didn't bother fucking asking for the entire story. So. I honestly, if this goes on much longer, feel like we should probably try and get the, guy, the people from Tiger's Jaw on and clear the air so everybody can shut the fuck up about it. I would love to. I don't think they'll do it, but I would love to. No, I doubt they'll do it, which sucks. No one wants to do it because people want to say what they want to say. And like these blogs, they want to post these things 24 hours a day so they can get the hits and get the traffic and people talking about it. But if it's settled, it's settled and there's nothing left to talk about. So why right. would people want to settle it? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so I guess just to sum up and just so we can move on from this, don't. Oh, you know, actually, here's what one thing I did want to bring up. I do think it's funny how there's a huge double standard, however. Not saying that anybody should like jump on stage and kiss girls when they don't want to be kissed. But how many times is a guy and this has happened to me a bunch of times jumped on stage and kissed you and then everybody laughs about it and thinks it's hilarious. I have been kissed on stage over 50 times. Yeah. So But like it, I said, I think the difference is girls have to live in a lot more fear no, than No, guys. I agree. I agree, but if we're going to label with everything is wrong, you know what I mean? If we're going to label that or we're going to draw a line in the sand, then why can't we draw it there? You know, well, yeah, like, I think the line should be drawn is don't kiss somebody who doesn't want to be kissed. Or how about don't get on stage and do something fucking stupid? You know, yes. like if you're able to get up on stage with the band and you want to show your appreciation, sing along with them. Sing a yeah. song, give them a hug, jump off, and then At jump the off most, the I fucking guess. stage. Maybe that's wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't don't go fucking. I mean, that the other thing is is like, I get it. That he did, that they did finally say something about this guy, and I guess he got, he left the show or he got kicked out or something, finally. 
at least according to the venue he did. I don't know because I don't live in New York and I wasn't at the show. But shouldn't you... It's not their fault that this guy did this, but shouldn't shouldn't you have been quicker to react? Like Yes. Because if you're in a 550-person venue, you can probably be like, oh, I've seen all these people and I can recognize their faces. You should probably point that guy out. If the guy from fucking Stained can stop their concert in front of tens of thousands of people to point out a girl who's being touched inappropriately and get those guys kicked out. Yep. I'm pretty sure in a room of 550, a band that's supposed to be respected as these PC, you know, pioneers and these people who are like part of that scene should be able to get the job done. And I'm not saying, I I mean, I'm not saying that it's their fault, but it's, it's just that everybody's quick to blame somebody for saying something, but nobody's quick to say anything and everybody's applauding them for doing something about it. When I don't see any action on their behalf to have done anything about it. In fact, if you hadn't said that no one would have fucking even known about this happening. Oh, for the most part, you're right. There was a little story, but, uh, the backlash to me making a poor taste joke has definitely overshadowed the entire story, which seems a little backwards, but yeah. And and that's the thing is like, Let's call attention to the thing that happened, not what you said. Fine, you said it. People are going to be mad, and that's just how it is. But ultimately, they people should be looking at the thing that happened and understanding that that thing that happened is what's wrong, and that should yes. be fixed. Like, you can be told that what you said is wrong, and you'll go, okay, I'm sorry, I won't say that shit again. My bad. But the dude who jumps on stage and kisses a girl, and they don't, and that isn't a welcome advance... He doesn't get that, you know what I mean? Like, that's going to keep fucking happening until we do something about it, not violently. He doesn't have his name, first and last name, plastered all over the internet like I do. Exactly. So, you know, that's. I just feel like, let's just put it to rest here. Don't get up on stage and do something fucking dumb. Don't advance on people and and do things that make them uncomfortable. Don't try and touch women. Don't be an asshole in your life. Fucking just go a show and enjoy yourself and try, you know, to stay out of trouble. If you're one of those people who does that, and I know that those, because this apparently is a thing that's been happening at that exact venue. It's happened to us. Right. But, I mean, I'm saying it's a thing that's happened at that venue more than once. So where are these people? I mean, you know who you are. You know that you do this stupid shit. Stop fucking doing it. Absolutely. (laughs) Like, here's the thing, okay? I'm going to give you guys some dating lessons right now. The time to kiss somebody is when you're sitting alone in the basement watching a movie. You're at the drive-in, if those even exist anymore. There's, like, one by Justin's old house. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're hanging out and you're, like, holding hands and you like each other and then you get that look and you feel like it's okay to go in for the kiss, you can kiss somebody then. Yeah. Outside of that, don't jump up on a stage and kiss somebody, okay? Yeah. It's settled. It's there done. Yeah. That's all I'm going to ever say about this Ever again. And also, I mean, even if you want to go that much further, uh, uh, I mean, just because I've always been this way, just ask them if it's all right if you kiss them that way. You have, you know, don't have to worry about it being all fucking Yeah, you ask me that all the time. Yeah, you're right. I do. And you, I mean, sometimes you say yes, sometimes you say no, and I've never really understood what mood you have to be in. (laughs) It really just depends. No, but that's all I'm going to say about it. I think we covered it well. That was 30 minutes. If that's not good enough for you and you wanted more from me, I apologize. Delete me off your Twitter life. Tell people that I suck. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That's 
that's about it. I, I, I made a joke. It was in poor taste. Two minutes later, I retracted it. It has nothing to do against Tiger's Jaw. They've always been super nice people. And it sucks that that happened. It's happened to our band before as well. Don't be a fucking hopeless record. Anyway, so you're at Matt Medina's house. Yeah, uh, hopeless records employee, uh, animal style records owner. A lot of big wig stuff going around here. A lot of records. A lot of contracts. Uh, I feel pretty important right now. That's good. I mean, it's good to feel important. I guess it's great. It's great to feel important. <laughs> I feel very important. So uh, last week's episode was good. We didn't get to talk about a lot of things though because my Wi-Fi hotspot ran out of juice. Yeah. Yeah. And I was also sitting in our bus, and now I'm in a house, so it's nice. Yeah, that's good. I got a desk. I got a water. Charging my phone. I just had some donuts. How is uh, how's Warp Tour going this week? It's uh, it's fine. It's going faster and faster every day, which is nice. Yeah, that's good. We have two days off. I'm actually um, doing our podcast right now, and I'm going to leave here to go do Adam Kokesh's podcast where I can promote our podcast, which will be huge. Why do I know that name? Um, he's a political libertarian. Yeah, activist. yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, I know. He, he gets he gets a a lot of listeners, a lot. Yeah, we talked about him before. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's cool. What? Oh, when are you doing? What time are you doing that at? Uh, later this evening. And then tomorrow, uh, Vinny Fioriella from Less Than Jake has his birthday party at the Sportsman's Lodge from the National Lampoon's movies. Oh, that's cool. And I'm going to go there and celebrate his birthday. Awesome. And then we have uh, San Diego, and then we head up north, and then back east. So we'll be heading back towards home. You guys, Do you guys play Cincinnati? Yeah, we do July 16th, I think. Wasn't there one year where you didn't, and I was, like, and I was wondering why they would schedule it so you didn't play your town? I think so. It's really strange. I don't really get it. Man, it's just warped, man. It's all warped. Oh, brother, I know. I've been watching that TV show about it. Is it as oh, crazy as they act like it is? Thank God they're not filming that this year. Ugh. I thought that they were because I kept seeing commercials for it. Maybe they are later in the tour, but so far, no. Thank God. Uh, so what do you, what uh, what do we want to talk about? Well, we have a few things to talk yeah, about do, today, don't we? We, we do have, have uh, an interview that I sent to you. Yeah, we do have that. <laughs> <laughs> Which we definitely need to get to. Uh, what else did you have to talk about? No, nah, we just have questions and stuff like that. And then I was going to talk about the Steam sale because I've spent too much money again. Oh, me too. Well, let's go to some questions and then we'll uh, move on from there. All right. Should we get the ones about the thing out of the way first? There's no questions really about it. There's only two people who wrote yeah, about sure. it. Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead. Uh, this is, uh, I'm talking to myself. It's great. His name's Floyd. He says, Hey Ryan, apparently you saying fuck Tiger Joel cause whoever you want on war tour and denying Sandy hook happened to have made it to Tumblr. Also, I've been at plant fest, uh, X fest all weekend and I was wearing a mixtape shirt and someone said, how can you listen to that sexist right wing gun nut? I used to like that band, but not anymore. I was just one. <laughs> I was just wondering how it feels to be the most hated person on Tumblr this week. It feels good. Um, Thank you, Floyd. That was very good. <laughs> where where did I say that Sandy Hook never happened? That's the thing. It's another <laughs> one of those. It's another one of those things where we talked about that for like an hour, and nobody listened to it except to go, "Oh, he's just saying that he thinks it was fake." 
(laughs) It's like, we didn't, nobody said that. (laughs) Actually, had you come to my house and sat down and told me you thought that Sandy Hook was fake, I would have been like, I think we're done doing this podcast and you should go home now. Like, (laughs) at, at what point, we specifically talked about this and I said the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. You actually had said that you didn't think that they gave us all the information about it. <laughs> yeah, that's all I said. Oh so my I guess God. Yeah, so I guess uh, I'm a sexist right-wing gun nut. Yeah. Yeah. You've really been riding around just shooting guns in a at jeep people. just shooting shotguns at uh liberals. Yeah. <laughs> and women and women. Clearly. Uh, oh my God. So Well, how does it feel? It feels fine. It feels great because i don't have a better answer because it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard it, feel, it feels okay because next week no one's even going to be talking about it except that i think they'll probably be talking about this episode because we did kind of stir the pot on at the beginning here but well oh. no i'll say something else on stage this week we'll get something good oh good yeah please do i'm sure you have a lot of crazy uh right-wing sexist theories in your head you're gonna bring up when you're up there. i'm gonna get on stage at warp torn san diego and be like listen if you're a woman, you got to leave. If you don't own a gun, you got to leave. Yeah, exactly. And if you think Sandy Hook happened, you're wrong. You're a dumb retard. <laughs> this song's about how 9-11 was fake. <laughs> <laughs> if you think the Twin Towers decimated, you're as dumb as Obama. <laughs> uh, it was a hologram the whole time. <laughs> I've heard that one. That was a thing uh, I've heard I was that one too. reading about not too long ago because I was reading about conspiracy theories. And I had heard that one before, but I'd never heard anybody go into like detail about it. And apparently, like, there's people there. There's people who go so far as they believe that it was a hologram, but not only just the hologram, they picked up the twin towers and moved them somewhere else. Oh my god, is Carmen Sandiego involved now? Well, yeah, I guess so. And <laughs> all, or like, yeah, it was fucking David Copperfield comes out and like. <laughs> um, oh, hello there. <laughs> But my thing is, is like, what, what would be the purpose of moving the buildings? Like, where would you move them to? That a, someone wouldn't see them, or b. Are we also forgetting the fact that it's physically impossible to happen? Yeah, it is extreme. But no, come on, uh, come on, man! You don't believe in holograms and like, you know, they just moved. I, uh, I do believe in Carmen San Diego for NES. That's true. Me too. I, I believe on it. I believe in the TV show on PBS as well. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh, Rockapella. Yes. <laughs> yes, Rockapella. Uh, let's see. This guy, Kazabomb, says, Hey, Snackers. I was just wondering if there are video games that you always come back to. Like, for me, I always come back to an ungodly amount of Team Fortress 2 at least once a year. Uh, um, I then- always come back to the game... Where Sandy Hook never happened. Oh yeah, I always come back to That's the my favorite. I, I always just come favorite. back to the game, the rapper. So I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, uh, to be honest, I still will boot up Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play Counter Strike fairly often still. From time to time, I'll still boot up. Uh, I actually like a year ago replayed the entire Grand Theft Auto Three San Andreas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great game. Oh yeah, I still play that. I'll I'll go back and play that every once in a while. It's uh, great. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, Half Life Two. Every once in a while, I'll reinstall it and I'll play through it again, just yeah. because I want them to bring out Half Life Three so bad that I don't know what else to do. Are they doing that finally? I don't know. They haven't said anything, and it's really starting to fucking irritate me. Uh, 
I played that Black Mesa, the that mod that the people made. How that, was that? Oh, it's awesome because it just upgraded the graphics of Half Life One, and it's badass. But uh, I can't think. I'm trying to think of other games that like I'll go. But I mean, Saints the Saints Row games I'll revisit. Always, now. yeah. Um. Oh, su- no, here's what Super Mario World. I'll play that game. I play that game like at least like once or twice a year. Still. I'll go ahead and say both of them, even Yoshi's Island. Yeah, Yoshi's Island's great too. People will fucking shit all over that game for some reason. I never. There's no reason. It. It's so good. Yeah, I love that game. Um, it's a great game. What else? I don't even. I mean, there's so many probably that I would go back and play. There's a lot of like arcade games and shit that I'll play. Like yeah. Final Fight um, and like, you know. Uh, all that, like the Capcom games and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Konami. On my Super Nintendo emulator, I still play Super Buster Brothers all the time. Oh, that game is one of the best. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, True Lies for Super Nintendo. Um, what was the uh, the game the the Noid game on NES? I like that. Yo one. Noid. Yeah, Yo uh, Noid. Yeah. I like uh, MC Kids, the McDonald's game. Um, yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All those games are yeah. terrible. Oh. <laughs> uh, cool spot. Oh, cool spot. Yeah, I love that. I love anything that's licensed off a product that I can buy. So I like Socks the Cat, which is a game about Bill Clinton's cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like Capital Critters. Stop uh, it. Boogerman 64. Right, anyways, can we Clay stop Fighter now? 63 and a third. Okay, you know what? That's enough. <laughs> Balls with a Z. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Balls 3D. <laughs> Bubsy 3D. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, no, I mean, there's lots of games like that that I'll go back and revisit. Um, Just Cause 2, I'll play that for oh, hours yeah. just doing Great stupid game. shit. Um, yeah, but, yeah, Counter-Strike. I mean, if he's talking about, like, stuff like Team Fortress 2, Counter-Strike's like that for me. I'll go Counter-Strike, because people are still making mods. It's never-ending. It will always be around. Yeah, it's a great... It's win- it's a, I almost said... I was trying to say fantastic. I'm going to say wantastic. I don't even know what that means. Wantastic. It's one of the same reasons I'm stoked for GTA 5 for PC because I can't wait to see people mod it. Oh my God. It's going to be so ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. So he said some more stuff, but I don't want to say it because it's, it, it's, he's, I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to go back into the whole thing again. So, um, yeah. But we appreciate the support anyway. He just was saying that you know people can't learn that being PC doesn't mean you can't have a sense of humor, which you know, whatever. I mean. Yeah, we appreciate it. We'll leave uh, that situation alone. I think we talked about thirty minutes enough about it. Uh, <coughs> let's see. Hold on one second. Uh. A person, anonymous person asked, why hasn't baby Huey been a guest yet? Excuse me? I don't know. What does that mean? I it, thought maybe that baby was... baby Huey th- the big fat duck with the diaper? Yeah, I was, I thought that was I, like, I thought that maybe it was an inside joke for you or something. Um, no. <laughs> uh, baby Huey is the big fat, like, Looney Tunes cartoon duck that wears a diaper, right? Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. I... I you mean, know, that's if, a good question. I, I you know, don't we, know why he hasn't we could guess. find him, I guess. Uh, you know, we I assume because he's not real. Yeah, that would be part of it. What would he talk like, do you think? He talks, uh, if I remember the cartoon correctly, he's just like real like, you know, like really dumb sounding. Can you pull up Can you pull up a clip of Baby Huey? Oh, I'm sure I absolutely, I'm sure I can. 
I don't really know why that person asked that question. I don't either. That's why I love it so much. Unless I like type this in and there's actually just a crazy person that's named that or like calls themselves that. <laughs> I I hope that that's the case, but I mean, there's a whole bunch of these cartoon clips. I don't know if I can find one where he talks in it though, because they're all like the full cartoon. Hmm. I mean, there was a, a singer named that called himself Baby Huey. No. That I mean, it was a long time ago though. He was he was like a. Apparently, he was a four hundred pound psychedelic artist that sung like okay. Otis Redding. So that's good. I mean, I actually oh, would be great. interested that's... in that. Um, yeah, but I think he just talks like a duh, like you know, stupid. Right. Um, well, I guess we'll have to have him on sometime. Yeah, we'll have to, yeah. If this, if the, write back in and tell us uh, where to get a hold of him at. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't really know. Hey, hey, dudes! I have a two-part question slash suggestion. First, we'll I, answer one of them. Yeah. First, I think you should have John Lewis on for an episode. We could do that. Um, sure. Uh, he thinks there would be a good dynamic there, which I'm sure there would. Uh, yeah. Second, Ryan has talked about a bit about the tattoos he has, and from what I've seen, they look pretty unique. I love to hear stories behind. I'd love to hear the stories behind some of them, and if Justin has tattoos, same deal. Keep up the good work. The show rips. Matt Brinkerhoff. Well, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. You want to hear about my tattoos? I'll tell you. I was in prison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. There was a man in there named Big Dave. Okay. What does he do? Make tattoos, I guess. Mm, well, yeah, some of that, uh-huh. some of that. Okay, what what else does he do? Makes dinner. Oh, that's good. That's nice of him. Yeah. You make well, di- it, make it ain't dinner? dinner. Oh, it's not. It's not dinner. But you no. just said it was dinner. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, what is it then? It's you. He makes me. Kinda. He makes you and me. He makes you and me. <laughs> Like out of uh, food or no 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 like a statue a drawing no 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 what, uh does he have like dolls of us no 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 <laughs> okay well I don't know what else it could really be uh, okay never mind does he have magical powers of some sort uh kind of <laughs> okay uh I don't really know what he makes us but uh, he pounds like a pound cake. Oh, that's nice. That sounds um, sounds nice. I don't really know what this has to do with the, your tattoos, though. But um, I don't know. I have a lot of tattoos. I don't. I'm gonna stop on them. I have an Earthbound tattoo, which is my favorite video game of all time. I have a 90 pound wolf tattoo, which is one of my favorite bands of all time, and they inspired me a lot. Yeah. I have some cheeseburger tattoos and a Jughead tattoo because I collect Archie comics. Justin doesn't like how much I like Archie comics. No, because it's really fucking creepy. And the reason he doesn't like it is because uh, back in the day, what I would do is when like a AL Instant Messenger was a big thing, is that every time I was going to leave and put up an away message, I would sit there and type the name first and last oh, of every fuck, character from the Archie universe. I forgot about that. <laughs> and like it would take me about 25 minutes to do. And then I would just leave my computer like that. <sighs> Justin was not a fan of that. No, I wasn't, and I never will be. Why? I just hate it. I hate the whole thing. I hate Archie. Archie Andrews. I hate the com. No, don't start. Chuck Clayton. Ugh. Moose Mason. Coach Clayton. Jughead Jones. 
Betty Cooper. No, okay, we're not. I'll turn down Veronica Skype. I'll fucking I'll mute Skype so you can't talk anymore. Why? Because I don't first of all, don't have the time for this. Secondly, uh I hate it because uh Archie comics are the worst. Um, oh, they're not. They are so. They're just like all the other stuff. Like, why don't you just go read, like, whatever, uh, Witch Hazel or Witchy Poo or whatever. I don't even know what that is. Like, the the Richie Rich universe. Oh, Richie Rich is awesome. Yeah, like, Richie Rich, Casper, the Witch. No, no, Casper's stupid. Richie Rich is awesome, though. They're the same thing. No, they're not. Yes. Casper's like this friendly, happy, creepy ghost that walks around, like, in kids' bedrooms. And Richie Rich is awesome. But the, and has a roller coaster in his yard. But didn't you ever read that the, the thing that that Casper is actually the ghost of Richie Rich? No. Yeah. So what do you think now? It's not real. That's not real. It is. It's true. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. You can look it up if you want. Uh, no, stop it. Don't ruin this. I'm sorry, Ryan, but it's just happened. It's just what, how it is. I still have Archie, and that's all that matters. I have the, my, the only tattoo I have is a, a tattoo of Richie Rich with an equal sign and then Casper on the other side. <laughs> I wish that were true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't have any ca- tattoos. I'm a devout Jewish man. Um, sure you are. <laughs> I have a, a Young Jeezy tattoo, Thug Motivation 101 represent. Uh, I don't know. I have a bunch of other ones. We can talk about more at a different time. Oh yeah, I mean you have a ton of. I have a lot of tattoos. Most of them don't mean don't mean anything at all. <laughs> to be honest, uh, it's so funny. Um, but, uh, which is sad because like I feel like that's a good that was a pretty decent question and I feel like he's not gonna get much of an answer out of it. Well, I answered him. I just I I just have two tattoos of video games and comic you, books and music. You and... answered him by talking about being in jail with a guy, Big Dave, who made us. <laughs> <laughs> he made us. Uh, anyway. He made us do things we don't talk about to this day. I, I don't remember any of this. I know that's you got a concussion. I, you know, I have had like five concussions. Don't I know it? <laughs> no, I mean like in real life, I have. I, I don't I know it? <laughs> when uh, the worst one, or at least the one that's probably the most embarrassing. This is one time uh, I was inside when I lived in Westchester, which is like a suburb of Cincinnati. I was inside my house and I lived in a neighborhood and an ice cream truck was coming down the street and I heard the the uh, music and I ran out the door and didn't like look where I was going. And, you know, those like high tension wires that keep like uh, telephone poles up. I ran right into one, like swung around and <laughs> hit my head on the ground. <laughs> How old were you? Oh, uh, 28. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, hit my head on the ground, got knocked out, woke, came to, didn't Did you know, ice cream? didn't know where I was. No, I came to, didn't know where I was, and then slowly, like, kind of remembered what was going on, and the ice cream truck was like pulling away, and I didn't get any <laughs> ice cream, and I had to go to the fucking doctor because I had a concussion. That's awful. How long did it take you to recover? Uh, it wasn't like severe. It was actually like one of the least, like the mo- the most mild ones I've ever had. Because I hit my head uh, one one time, I slipped in the shower and hit my head, and that was the worst one I ever had. But right, that that one didn't take too long, uh, really. Like probably like about a week, I felt fine. Concussions are weird because like they sometimes they take like two or three weeks to go away. You know, and then, oh yeah, and then they don't really go away. You know, it's like crazy. Never, I don't understand them. But um, yeah, nobody asked about that that story, but I figured I'd tell it anyway. Uh, that was a good story. 
hey all it's uh it's blank from carlsbad who's our friend um I'm really excited to finally meet you at Warped, Ryan. I'll, anyways, no shitty bands. Uh, anyways, no shitty bands for you guys this time. But did you guys see Twenty Two Jump Street yet? Also, what are some other suburb movies that you're excited to see? I have um, not seen it yet. I would love to because I think the first one was way better than I thought it would be. Did you meet that guy yet? No. No. Oh. When did? You, oh, I guess you guys. It'll probably be San Diego, I'd imagine. Um. Yeah, no, I really want to see 22 Jump Street a lot. I just didn't go see it yet. I don't I, I mean, I've just I, been on tour, so I don't I haven't gotten to. I never really go to theaters to see comedies. I'm always just like, oh, I'll just watch it, you know, whenever." I like right. I always go to theaters to see like big bigger movies and also like sometimes independent movies that like you can't, you know, see for a long time until they right. come, you know. Uh but as far as comedies go, like I have a hard time like going to the theater and justifying spending twelve fifty on, on that for some. I don't know why either. It doesn't even make any sense. I don't um, know because I was gonna say Twenty One Jump Street blew me away. Every expectation I had. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I loved it, and so yeah, I do want to see the second one. Other big summer movies coming out that I want to see. <sighs> what is coming out, man? There's a lot I, of movies I, coming I just out. Gotta, I the only thing that I care about is Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the only movie I care Guardians about. Guardians of the Galaxy right looks right amazing. There's something coming out July. Uh, let me look it up real quick. I'm just gonna look out what, what look up what's coming out real, real fast. Um, that's what I'm doing as well. Because there's a lot of stuff that's coming out that. Um, opening this week. Oh, Transformers is opening this week. So stop it. If anybody, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. If anybody wants to see that? Stop it. I wanted to see How to Train Your Dragon 2. I haven't seen that yet. So do I. I actually want to see Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I don't even care. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the one I want to see really bad. comes out on the 11th. I want to see The Purge Anarchy because I'm curious. And it looks a lot better than the first one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't uh, see the first one. I, I, I don't know why. I do not ever want to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know we're, we're going to see it. I know we will, but it's going to be bad. I mean, I don't want to see it, but I know, you know we're going to see it. I don't know what Let's Be Cops is, but it has Damon oh. Haynes Jr. as the star, so I don't want to see it. It it actually doesn't look that bad, but it probably is really bad. I'll see The Expendables 3, obviously. Sin City I want to see really bad. Yeah, I'll see that. Um, I don't know. I, I'll watch that Hercules movie with a rock in it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Oh my god, there's a new Step Up movie? Yeah, I saw that. Oh. Oh, I <laughs> um, oh, can't wait. Oh good, October 24th is Paranormal Activity 5. That's great. Uh, I didn't even know. Didn't that fourth one just come out? Like, I don't know. I want to see Gardens Galaxy. I saw, <laughs> I saw the trailer for that, that movie, the biopic about James Brown. It's coming oh, out. Gosh. Oh, you can't even no. I'm serious. Whenever we're done, like go watch that trailer and text me because it is seriously it will make you cringe the entire time. It makes no sense at all. Like why they even made it. It looks so fucking cheesy and awful. Like worse than any of the other ones. Good. Uh, that is what I like to hear. I don't know. I there's I mean there's lots of stuff coming out that I'm sure I'll I'll want to watch, you know, but yeah, those are pretty much my main ones that I just named. That was my main list. Yeah. Uh, so 
I don't know. Yeah, I pretty much just want to see Guardians of the Galaxy and the Planet Guardians of the Apes. Guardians of the Galaxy, Sin City, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, what is a movie about the future where no one lives in the world, but everyone lives on a giant train that keeps on circling the oh, world? Snowpiercer? That, that looks amazing. Week. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, those sound really cool. I, I don't know. I mean, there, there's been a bunch of movies that came out and I still haven't fucking watched that I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. But then... Like, even the ones that I saw, like, I, I, were, they are kind of disappointing in a way. Like, not disappointing, but, like, Edge of Tomorrow wasn't disappointing. I really liked it a lot, but I still think the ending was kind of weak. And I don't even want to talk about the X-Men movie. I think I talked about it before, but I just did not like it. I thought it was a pile of shit. I had no desire to see it. I'm one of the few. And then, uh, what else did I see? Oh, Godzilla, and I was, like, bored out of my fucking mind the entire time. Yeah, it was all right. It didn't really, yeah. But, yeah, so that's some things we're looking forward to, uh, Yeah, I think. Um, here's Davey says, What's up, fellas? Recently jumped into big, the Big Snackers world and really dig the cast. Over the past two weeks, I ran through most of the backlog. Really dig the stuff. So the question, <coughs> Desert Island lists one album, one movie, and one book or book series, what do you guys choose? For me, I have to go with Colors go, Colors by Between the Barry to Me, Batman and Robin, the best worst movie ever, <laughs> and the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Keep it up. Hashtag LGFG. Ugh. Yes, looking good, feeling good. No. That's my friend. Uh, Dark Tower is a great series. won't be my pick, but I do love it. Um, Man. Uh, let's see. I would album. Take... I I would go with films about ghosts by the Counting Crows. Okay. Easily, that would be my album. All right. Was movie second? Yeah. Movie, I would say Clerks two, just because it would always put me in a good mood since I'm stranded on a desert island. Yeah. And then book series or book. Book series or book, I would say. Hmm. I'll go with what's like the most hipster thing to say. I don't know, Catcher in the Rye. Oh, yeah, Chuck, Chuck Palahniuk. Oh yeah, no, it, all was... all Chuck Palahniuk books. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say book wise, I would probably go with The Stand by Stephen King because it's probably my favorite book and it's like fifteen hundred pages. Yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah, that's my, my face. My answer would be the um, soundtrack to the movie Think Like a Man, uh, the movie Think Like a Man, and all the books by Steve Harvey that those movies are based <laughs> on. <laughs> I hate that there's a sequel coming out to that. It's already out, and it was number one at the box office this weekend. No, it wasn't. It was. beat out. Uh, it beat out 22 Jump Street and How to Train Your Dragon 2. I hate that. Oh, but it's so good, though. Stop it. Haven't you heard Kevin Hart's The Funniest Man in America? Uh, I was always more into, uh... I don't even know. What are your picks? I believe I just told you. <laughs> I don't believe you were serious. <laughs> um, oh, man. I don't know. I don't like questions like this. 
Uh, Why? Because it's like, it's too limiting. You can't think like, people do that kind of shit and like, it's like, oh, well, I, you know, and you like answer like a gut answer, but then it's like. Well, it's not like that's your final answer ever. It's not like we're really getting ready to ship you off to a desert island yet or anything. No, don't you know when you come back from, from Warp Tour that's what we're doing? Oh, you and I are going to a desert island? Yeah. To do the podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> Excuse me? No, we're not doing that. What are we doing? Well, let's just say there will be a podcast of sorts. Are you making it? Oh, I'm making it all right. Uh, Justin and I there. used to uh, hang out at a shell station. Yeah. Right by, right by my old high school, and there was a guy named Pete that worked there, and he was the best. And Pete could somehow get you anything you wanted at any time, and I don't know how, yes. and I'll never yes, question he, it. He could. Anything that you wanted at yeah, it any didn't matter. Time. It seriously didn't matter. It was and the we weirdest would, thing ever. We would hang out there with him at night, and uh, one day I remember we <laughs> – I said I wanted like subs or like speakers in my car, and he's like, oh, okay, well, here. Here's my buddy's name at Circuit City. Just go up there and tell him I sent you. He'll uh, put them all in your car for free. Yeah. And Justin can vouch for this. Yeah. And I'm like – he's like, he owes me a favor. I was like, oh, I don't want to use your favors. And he just looks at me deadpan and goes, they don't run out. I <laughs> know, yeah. <laughs> so and I was like, yeah. okay. So I went up there and sure enough got a bunch of new speakers in my car for free. And then he gave me a radar detector out of his trunk. Yeah. And I remember he was just this big, large man with a huge beard. And like he's one of those people that would tell you stories. And everyone in our life knows these people that you think are exaggerating everything. He was not. But he was nothing. No. Like we would be standing there. Like we would always go to the movies and then we'd like hang out at that shell station until like 3 a.m. Because it was right by my high school where we hung out in the parking lot a lot. And, like, Cincinnati Bengals players and cheerleaders would come in and be like, oh, hey, Pete, and give them, like, field view tickets and, like, all this crazy stuff. Yeah, like, we don't know what he did. I don't want to know what he did. No. Yeah, no. Well, that was the weird thing is, like, I remember when we'd go in there and he'd just give us whatever we wanted for free. Anything. And then, and then like, we were like, well, what, well, why don't you get in trouble? Like, you know, giving us all this stuff for free. And he's like, no, they'll never fire me. I know too much stuff about uh, the Shell Corporation. They can't <laughs> yeah, get rid yeah, of me. And then I was like, that's weird. And he disappeared one day, and I was like, oh, he must have gotten fired. No, he got promoted to be manager of a store in a different area. A bigger one. Yeah, a much bigger store, like a, in a really, really nice area. Like, it was ridiculous. It's like, how do you do? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, he was the best. But there was this guy that used to come into that show all the time. Yeah. His nickname was Forrest. And Forrest definitely, I don't know exactly what was wrong with him, but I remember one day he was just sitting behind the counter. He didn't work there, mind you. He was yeah, just sitting in a chair, yeah. like looking off he, into his own thoughts. He would just give them stuff and like they would hang out and talk and everything. And it was not, it was actually really cool, but because uh, Forrest yeah. didn't have a lot to do because he, he couldn't work or anything like that. So he would mostly just walk around the mall and like not really talk to anybody. And then, but he, when he would go to, the shell station he would sit and talk to pete which is you know and pete was a very good guy whatever he did on the side i don't know but yeah. he was a very nice guy yeah he was always nice yeah and uh so i just remember one day justin i walk in and uh forrest is behind the counter and he uh i was just like hey forrest what are you doing and i just remember he goes i'm making it <laughs> it made no there was no further elaboration either he just said that and that was it like uh, and we just kind of let it go with that because what else are you gonna? What's the yeah, follow up question? I don't know that. what that means. Yeah, he just 
sitting there staring off in his face, and then just, I'm making it. <laughs> he so, was. He whatever was. he was making. He was just making it, making it happen. Um, here's the next one. Sup, guys. My name my name's Brennan. Uh, no, it's not. And I have a few intertwining questions for you. There is officially an NWA biopic coming out entitled Straight Outta Compton. I'm worried that it will be done poorly like Biggie's biopic was. The problem being this movie tackles maybe the most important hip-hop group ever. Questions. One, do you think it'll be decent? And two, do you think Straight Outta Compton is more, the most important or most groundbreaking rap album? If not, what is? Um, um, well, I mean, I saw yeah. the picture of the cast. I think the movie will be good. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Like... I mean, they're never going to get that shit right. There's too much. No. The pro- okay, this is the biggest problem with this. And actually, I've, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while, is that there's too much of this like weird hero worship for some of these guys. Like, they have to present them in such a way that makes it compelling, and but then also adds to like their status as legends or whatever, you know? Like they're gonna play up the they're gonna play up Easy as being like the greatest rapper, you know, all this stuff in there. They're gonna like they're gonna have to do things that you know aren't part of probably the true story, you know, Correct. just because they have to do it because the people who are still alive and that were in NWA, they don't want to be uh, shown as like chumps or like what you know or anything like that. I'm not saying they weren't gangbangers; they were fine. But they're like Dr. Dre, you know, they're not going to go into when he was in like the um, that like dance that that one group that when he, he, when he wore like, the doctor's outfit. Yeah. And like the and the, the sparkly thing with like in the makeup and everything, you know, what I mean, that picture that's yeah. around like they're not going to go into that. They're probably not going to like spend much time on like on like easy ease, like addiction and stuff like that. They're probably just not going to do a whole lot of the things that like you would actually find very interesting about them. So you're probably better off just reading a book about them. You know what I mean? Great. But do I think it'll be all right? Yeah, I think it'll be okay. The biggie movie wasn't all that bad. Like it wasn't, I think it was great, that bad either. I thought it was, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But my problem is is that because of all the hero worship that goes on, nobody ever wants to know, like, real stories. You know what I mean? Right. Like, nobody wants to see – like, that's the reason why they can't really make a good – like a like a thing about Tupac or whatever. Because yeah. if they did, all they would be able to do – they couldn't do anything before, like, 1993 because before that – and this is a big thing that people don't like to admit or think about is that Tupac went to uh, sc- art, like a school for the dramatic arts. He was an actor. He wasn't a gangbanger. He wasn't, you know, a dude who was like a hard, you know, gangster somewhere. He was literally a performing arts student that like took dance classes and, you know, acting classes and poetry and stuff like that. He was, was he a good rapper? Yeah, he was, but what he put right. on, Everything that he did was an act. He just got caught up in it so far that he thought it was real, and he didn't know that he shouldn't fucking fuck with people who are really into that. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's it's it, it's that's the other thing with like NWA. Yeah, a couple of them were like thugs and drug dealers and you know all that kind of stuff. 
And right. And I don't think that they should be worshipped for that. I think they should, you know, people should respect them because they made really good music. But the other half of, you know, that is again people who are actors. You know, what I mean, Dr. Dre. I agree with that. Yeah. Dr. Dre was all he did was like turntable stuff he made beats he wasn't a drug dealer he wasn't some big thug he never was he's a fucking billionaire now because he sold shitty yeah. headphones to a bunch of idiots seriously like, you know what i mean like it's just you you have to take a look and a grain of salt with any of this stuff and when you watch that movie they're gonna try and make it this bigger than life success story and then also the ultimate downfall of the because that's the most interesting part to people is the downfall they're not going to talk about the fact that like they're going to talk about like the real story behind it. If you want real stories behind that, there's a couple of books. At least one book that I would definitely recommend is called "Have Gun Will Travel" by Ronan. Have Ronan. Gun Will Travel is amazing. Uh, yeah, it's the best, and it explains all of that, like everything from NWA through you know uh, up through like when they broke up, when they reformed, uh, everybody who's in that, the entire West Coast versus East Coast thing, everything about Tupac, everything about B- Biggie all the stuff about Suge Knight and Death Row Records, like, it's all in there. I would definitely recommend picking it up. You can get it for, like, $3 on Amazon, probably a one cent on Amazon now in the used book section. But that's one I would definitely say. And then as far as do I think Straight Outta Compton is the most important or most groundbreaking rap album, uh, that's hard to say. I mean... I was going to say, I mean... Yeah, it is. I mean, you can't deny its importance but uh do i just feel like there's been other like there were other things that were more important than that you know what i mean like especially before that album ever came out like anything from like the eric b and rakim days like definitely i mean nwa definitely came out at a time and made a social impact and talked about things a lot of people weren't talking about right and also, that also goes to the question, you know, if something made an impact, does it mean it's the best? Because N.W.A. Stroud of Compton is nowhere near one of my favorite rap albums. No, it's a great one. It is. It's a great it's, record. Yeah, it's not I like favorite. it a lot. And honestly, I would say a more important album as far as that goes. I mean, yeah, N.W.A. brought to brought to a, like attention to the violence and things that go on. You know what I mean? Like, they were good about that, but it wasn't the most articulate way of going about it. No, it was, uh, it's very ignorant. But it was it, it's raw, and it had energy to it that people hadn't seen before. But then again, I could argue that uh, Fear of a Black Planet's a much more important album than Straight Outta Compton. Yep. Yes, you could. Because Public Enemy, ultimately, in my mind, at least at that time, was a more important... Like, so, socially, they were more important. I mean, I, I don't know, but I, I think it's an interesting question. I think it's not, it's not without merit to say it's one of the most important albums of all, like of all time. But as far as hip hop goes, but uh, is it the most important? I just, I just don't, I don't know. I don't think it is. But that's just my opinion. I mean, and I'm not as well versed in it as a lot of people, so I don't know. Maybe, I mean, even like a tribe called Quest and stuff, I think would be more. But you know, that's probably just more personal taste than anything. Yeah, I agree with that. So um, yeah, that's a that's a good answer, I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, I could we could probably talk about that all day, and like because it's an interesting thing. Yeah, that could be a few hour conversation. <laughs> uh, to Ryan, uh, oh, this is the same guy actually. 
Uh, Brandon asked, uh, to Ryan, how did the situation with the crazy dude that won your laptop turn out? Yeah, I forgot about that. The Wait, guy what? Who, the guy who, like, tried to buy your laptop or whatever came to your house, or, like, or not came to your house, but, like, sent you those pictures of the money or something. Remember a couple weeks ago, the crazy guy you were telling us about? Oh, yeah. Whatever happened with that? Nothing. He just stopped responding. Oh. <laughs> that sucks. I wish I had a better story. Yeah, actually, um, that was a crazy story. And he just disappeared off the face of the planet, which maybe is for the better. Because had he have not, maybe I wouldn't be here right now. That is true. That is true. You would have been in much trouble if you would have, if he'd have found out where you lived. Um, yeah. Let's see. Hey, guys, so uh, this is Le- Leaving House said, Hey, guys, so I was listening to the Absolute po- Punk podcast because Dan Campbell was talking about and premiering the new Aaron West song, but after the interview, the AP dudes were talking about uh, the record and saying how they weren't sure if younger fans would react well to the concept of having to listen to the whole album to really understand it. I was wondering how you guys feel about the idea older people have that teenagers can't appreciate music unless it's in a throwaway individual song format. Um, Uh, I don't think that that applies to all teenagers. I think that we live in a generation that's definitely geared more towards singles and hooks and courses. So, I mean, obviously I think to a degree, I've said it before is, you know, I think in the nineties you had to have like a really good song to make it. Then like right. in the two thousands, you had to have a really good course to make it. Yeah. And now you have to have like a good word. Yeah. That's like if true. you have the right word, you can have a hit song, but um, that doesn't apply to everybody. Cause there's just as many kids out there, just like me and Justin, when we were 17, that, hear a new band like the wonder years or whether it's like the weaker than you find them now and you devour the lyric booklet and every song and every meaning and you get obsessed with it and i think kids still do that all the time i don't yeah. think as many kids do that because there's definitely a generation of people that just don't love music they just hear what's on the radio and they don't have the patience to sit down for that right and we'll be talking about those people relatively soon here yes um, we will <laughs> but, but uh yeah and and that's the thing i think that I think actually, I think at the time when, I think at the time when you're a teenager, if you're into this type of music, especially because like, there's something about punk music in general that engenders a deeper type of love than normal like pop Absolutely. music. Absolutely. And I think at the time when you're a teenager, you're much more open to sitting down with like what you said with a lyric book and like staring at it and reading and memorizing lines. Like I don't do that shit anymore. Like I rarely ever do that unless something really blows me away, you know. Um, I actually think like teenagers are, or younger people are more well equipped to handle a concept album than I would be. Cause generally concept albums annoy the living shit out of me, but, uh, unless they're like super, super good. I agree with that. But which I'm sure his album is super good. So, uh, no, I think that there's not much validity to that, um, that line of thinking at all. So yeah, I agree. Uh, but th- thank you for your question. Um, hey, guys, no question here. Just something I think you'll enjoy. This is for you two, not the show necessarily. Oh, I guess I should. <laughs> uh, my favorite musician ever is a guy, Butch Walker. He also happens to be a millionaire songwriter for Fall Out Boy, Avril Lavigne, Pink, and more. Spotify is stuff. Start with his album, Letters. It's cool to see where so much shitty pop is coming from when the guy is such an incredible songwriter and lyricist. Or don't check him out. It'll be your loss, though. Um, I think Justin and I are already very familiar with Butch yeah, Walker, and I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like Butch Walker a lot. Uh, <laughs> it is also very funny to see his name on every single fucking pop song because 
I mean, it's just such an interesting thing. He's a guy I would like to talk to at some point. I would love to. We should try to get him on here. I feel like we could probably. I think we could too. I think we could. But it's just interesting because it's like he he clearly has much greater sensibilities for like songwriting and like personal music. And then he writes all these like, but of course you've also proven how easy it is to do that. Like on here, just by taking like 30 seconds and writing a dumb song and then making us play it for everybody. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> Butch Walker definitely is a songwriting genius. I would love to have him on here, but he's for people that haven't, you should absolutely look up Butch Walker. He's, yeah. He's he a, writes a lot of pop songs, but he does his own solo stuff and it's great. Yeah. He is. He's amazing. But He's just one of those people who probably from a very young age was like a really big, like a weird savant, like prodigy of that kind of Absolutely. stuff, I feel like. Um, but yeah, look up him. We should definitely try and like email him or something. Um, yeah, I'm going to do that this week. Hey guys, we've heard you talk about favorite shows and music, but what are your favorite movies of all time? Also, what do you think the best show on television is? I know Justin said Sons of Anarchy before. That's not true. I hate that show. But that show is horrible, so I took it as a joke. Yeah, you should. I never said it was good. I think you said it was good. Yeah, uh, I did. That was me. Uh, my opinions are Louie and Game of Thrones. Figured I'd tell you so, so you could say my choices are horrible, too. And speaking of Louie, what's your guys' opinion on Louis C.K.? Thanks, David. I think about two or three episodes ago we talked about Louis C.K. So go back about two or three episodes and listen. Um, yes. And you'll hear our opinion of that. I mean, the opinion is that we both like him a lot so uh I, that's a spoiler alert i guess um favorite movies of all time what are you like what are yours i don't even know mine are probably clerks die hard three josie and the pussycats yeah that'd probably be my three did you say josie and the pussycats is in your top three you know i did oh my god i know exactly why I why? know exactly why. It's because it's the only like major motion picture that ever tried to do any justice to the Archie universe. No, You're that's not why. Creep. That's not why. Yeah, what is it then? It's because if you watch it as an adult, it's hilarious and it really has a good message containing the way the media tries to like make us listen to certain music and think it's cool. It's funny. I I mean, I agree with that, but I still feel like I'm right. No. Yeah. No. But uh, Die Hard 3 is in there. Clerks. I guess I don't get too deep. I don't like a bunch of art house type films. Those are uh, that's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. I like, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I like uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is probably one of my favorite movies. Good movie. Um, I don't know. It's such a weird question. Like, cause I like so many different movies from so many different eras. Right. But I don't know. I like, um, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of movies. I mean, I, I put clerks and clerks two up there for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Most of the Kevin Smith movies I really like a lot. Yeah. Like he's one of the few people I think that's managed to not be overrated cause he really is just a really good writer and director. He's funny. Yeah. Well, he's a good, he's a really good writer. I wouldn't say he's okay, a good, yeah. good director. Good writer. Uh, good writer. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, Green Street Hooligans, the first one, is one of my favorite movies. I've seen that movie That's a like, great so one. many times. Great movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen that movie, check it out. Don't get the American cut of it though. Get the the uh, British cut of it because it's yeah, absolutely. They cut a bunch of shit out of the American one. Um, as far as 
Television shows? What do you think the best show on television is? I actually love Sons of Anarchy. That was me, probably. That's one yeah, of my favorite that shows. That was you, because I think that show is a fucking... I love it. Um, other than that... It doesn't even have anything to do with Archie, though. Yeah. It's surprising that you like it so much. <laughs> um, I love Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I love... Um, are we doing current TV shows, or just our favorite shows? Yeah, I guess. I mean, in general... I just feel like you can't really go wrong because there's so many good shows on now, you know? Like, I mean, I agree with him. I like Louie, and I like Game of Thrones a lot, and I like... Yeah, but Justified. I love The Wire. Yeah, The Wire. Justified's probably my favorite show that's on currently. Justified is incredible, and I wish people would watch it more. Yeah, I agree. I wish they would, too. Uh, what else? I don't even know. I mean, there's just so much shit. Like, uh... I don't know. I mean, we've talked about it before. I don't know why. I don't know why I still watch The Walking Dead. I hate the show, but I still. Watch I don't it. watch it. I do not like it. Um. I don't know what. I, actually, you know what? A show that I didn't like, and now all of a sudden I really like a lot. What? Uh, Modern Family. Have you watched that? I haven't watched it yet. Um, I'd recommend it. Like honestly, like I think at first I was just like, I had seen like clips from it, and I was like, it just looks like every other fucking dumb show. You know what I mean? But right. then I watched like a couple episodes and I was like, "Oh, I get it. It's actually like really well done and actually really really funny." So really? yeah, I would I would definitely recommend it. I I really didn't want to watch it and then I did and I actually really like it a lot. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff too. Like there's British shows and stuff like Peep Show. I love Peep Show. That's one of the best. Yeah, Peep Show's good. Watch it. Um, I loved Oz. You. Let me why? guess why. Why. A whole lot of dick shots in that show. Okay, there are. But that's nothing to do with it. You just like Chris Christopher Maloney's dick. That's what it is. That's what no, it's not. It's a good show. Uh huh. Yeah. It, I mean, it it was a good show, but I know why you watch it. Uh huh. Um, yeah. I know I do. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of great. Th- it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is good. The league. Um, oh, the league! I forgot is my favorite comedy by far right now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like uh, you can't really go wrong, and I, w- I definitely wouldn't call your taste shitty since I love both those shows. But San- Sons of Anarchy, you're right, it's horrible. No, um, it's not. That's great. <laughs> uh, the story, the story, so glory said, "Oh, it's a, it's a girl, Ryan. You might want to you might want to leave." Yeah, I should. Yeah, you you don't want to talk to her because you know. Um. <laughs> she said, "Do you have any advice on how to get really involved in Cincinnati music scene besides the obvious going to shows, etc?" Uh Yeah. I mean, that's really one of the only ways. What I would do is if you're artistic in any way, like find a band that like you're maybe friends with or like or just on Facebook or something and offer to like make like a flyer for them. Say so make a flyer, go to shows, become yeah. friends. Cincinnati's pretty cool. There's a lot of cool bands. Yeah. It's People very are very easy. accepting. It's not yeah. a huge scene. Um, yeah. It's definitely not hard to get known and make friends with people at all. Actually, one of the biggest things you can do if you're like a photographer or something like that is just go to shows and start taking pictures. Bands love when you do that because they get more stuff they can use, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of things you can do. I would just come out and just go go to show, Like, go to shows and, like, hang out, maybe, like, 
hang out outside of shows afterwards, talk to people. I mean, there's yeah, lots absolutely. of there's lots of really good people around here and nice people to talk to and everything. And nobody's gonna be. I mean, you'll run into an asshole every once in a while, but for the most part, not not too many. Not. And even like when Justin does comedy shows, a lot of those same people are the same people going to the punk shows. Yeah, you come out to that. Go. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, go out to, like, different... I mean, even then, like, go out to, like, open mic nights and stuff. Not even, like, comedy ones, but, like, songwriter open mics and stuff like that. Because a lot of the people there are the people who are in bands uh, that you'll probably want to, like, get to know or whatever. Like, go to Motor and Mayday and all that kind of stuff. There's lots of them around town. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, in general, I, I just say, like, just go out and be willing to, like, meet people. Like, not as in, like, you know, people would think that you want to date them or something like that. But just go out yeah. and, like, talk and, like, you know, don't be afraid to come up and say hi to people. Because, like, nobody's going to be, like, especially not people in your band. People in bands love to hear, and, I mean, people in general just love to hear if you like something they do. Cause, Absolutely. You know? I mean, I don't. Don't ever tell me you like anything I do because I fucking... No, don't do that. Justin gets really, oh, really offended. He's really upset. I'm so I'm, I, I'm I get upset with myself. I, I I cause internet backlash against myself because I hate all the things that I say on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, true. But that was the end of our questions for this week that I had. Anyway, sure. I don't know if you had. Any I had some. Let's save until next week because you've already been going for an hour and a half. Okay. Let's uh let's move on. Uh, so so <laughs> I uh I found an article in Rolling Stone. Yeah. About a week and a half ago. Yes, you did. And I sent it to Justin because it made me very, very upset. It has to do with a lot of things we've been talking about. Yeah. So, Justin, do you want to go ahead and read the question and then the answer? Uh, answer <laughs> like you're in the band. Um, so, I guess there was the uh, uh, an interview with Florida Georgia Line, which... I f- it's I've one heard... of those new country groups that mixes hip-hop. There's a song... That they have with Nelly that was on the radio a lot last year. And yes. it was horrible. Because why are you on a song with Nelly? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Then they said, I guess, <laughs> I guess Rolling Stone asked them what, uh, what would they do if they threw their own tailgate party at, which I guess is a big thing now, is people tailgate for country concerts. Right. Which is just... Come on. Um, but this guy in the band, I guess his name is Tyler. Oh, of course his name's Tyler. Or why wouldn't it be? Says, we'll probably have, <laughs> probably have a case of beer and probably some cornhole. Definitely some speakers set up or a truck sound system. A couple of lawn chairs, maybe a couch in the back of the truck. But if I was really going to do it up, something I do want to do one day is put all plastic in the bed of my truck, fill it up with water, and sit in it like a little hot tub. Because <laughs> they said it's something they saw a guy do at a Jason Aldean concert, and it looked like fun. You know, you could just there's a lot of different easier ways to do that. Yeah, there are lots, lots of ways. Uh, um, you where could, to begin? Where to begin? It's just, okay, this whole thing, this what they just did there, they don't mean any of that. No, of course not. What they are doing is is continuing to sell their horrible, like, dude image, image of, like, the shirtless yeah. redneck guy. Like, that's, like, the new thing, I guess, is is, is this, uh, shirt, is 
they, they're starting to call it like shirtless country, like or, or shirtless pop music, basically. Like it has nothing right. to do with country music whatsoever. It's just an excuse for fucking dummies to walk around with their shirts off and get shit faced before a show. Yeah, like those guys never want tailgating. They just sit backstage and they do these interview questions and right, and then sit there. Yeah, and and like and rake in money because people believe they're like <laughs> people believe in their like dumb bullshit. Uh, there was a thing that happened. Somebody, somebody. I guess th- there was this news story that happened in Pittsburgh about a a country show and about how like I guess this guy came and I can't remember who it is but essentially like the year before when he came they were having they had people tailgating in the parking lot and they left so much trash that like uh I guess like the the city was like really pissed off about it because they left like like seriously like like enough to fill up like multiple dump trucks full of trash just laying in this parking lot and then they go, and this is the story they're doing is about the trash and about how these people can't clean up after themselves while ignoring the actual story, which is every person that they talked to and everyone they showed was so drunk they couldn't form words. And at one point <laughs> they show like they show like cutaway footage of this guy who's trying to walk and just falls face first into the uh, concrete while still trying to walk and like it's just like flopping around on the ground and they have to take him to the hospital but they don't concentrate on that they just go right back to talking about the uh talking about the litter problem and it's like i think that the guy almost dying of alcohol poisoning and the fact that people are getting that shit face before a country show is maybe the big thing yeah i think that might be it is it the country wants to be the new hip-hop yeah, yeah. So they're embracing the lifestyle, the attitude, everything, and even trying to incorporate the music. Yeah, I, I, and and it's it's to reach as broad of an audience of people who don't know anything as possible. There's a guy who wrote a comment on, uh, on that news story, and um, I'll I'll read it real quick because he's right. He actually sums up everything that I would want to say about this in general, uh, pretty well. He says, you want to know who who still buys CDs? These people do, which is why shirtless country is a thing now. It's basically country twang pop rock based around dumb bumpkin escapist fantasies and performed by wholesome non-threatening rubes whose greatest dream is to become the new Jimmy Buffett. There are huge tour or these tours are a huge deal among the suburban rednecks and their exhausted wives, a chance for them to break the drudgery of their lower middle class lives and bond together over a few dozen brewskis and nine shots of tequila. They go to these things, they pack their coolers full of poorly prepared meat products, they drink. They get cripplingly drunk, they slur along with the chorus of some moronic alcohol anthem, <laughs> they get into their minivans and pickups, they drive home arguing the whole way, and they hit a tree five blocks from their house and die instantly. It's practically a rite of passage for the stupid rednecks who find real music too weird and scary for their taste. It's the perfect soundtrack for an afternoon pounding 17 cheap light beers while your wife and your sister <laughs> complain about everything in the background. I know, uh, he says, I know right. a New, New Jersey cop who worked these shows, and they dread them even more than the filthiest metal crowds because they're all heavily bearded up rednecks with no fear of, or, with no fear or judgment at all. Plus, there's an abundance of women, which brings another whole level of preening peacock behavior into it. 
Heavy beer drinkers are always slobs, too, with the empties and the constant urinating. Even deathheads would at least try to pretend that they cared about not making a mess, but these animals come here to make a mess, and they don't give a shit. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty... I mean, that's that, it. That's right about there. the most accurate summation of that type of music I've really heard in, ever. Yeah. But, I agree. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like so that. <laughs> I figured I would read that, but that was really good. Um, but the, yeah, and he's right. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's just shirtless fucking assholes who want to run around and don't give a shit about anyone else's personal space or belongings or anything. They just, Absolutely. you know, want to be assholes. That's all it is. They just want to be shitty assholes. And listen to the same five songs they know, and then uh, go home. Uh, yeah, you're pretty much right. And it's just flavor of the week. These people don't care about anything real. No, not at all. Because that's 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 proven by like that video that that guy released a couple weeks ago, where he took every country song that was popular. For oh yeah, that was great. And it was exactly the same shit in every song. And because they don't care, they're not looking for substance. They're just looking for something that fills the fills the air and is obnoxious to everybody but them. <coughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much I think that video if you haven't looked it up, can you leak that in the uh in the blog? Yeah. Cuz that video is priceless. Yeah, it's great. Um so, I don't know. What else uh what else do we want to talk about? Uh, my main that. thing is what we started off with in this country thing which <laughs> did didn't have a lot to say. I just wanted to talk about it because it's embarrassing and needs to be stopped at any level possible. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I guess we can end with uh, the fact that I've bought a billion dollars worth of games that I'll never play on Steam because the Steam sales. Let's talk about that. Right Let's go on. Oh, uh, man. I don't even know what all I bought. Uh, I, well, I mean, the Steam sale is like every. like. Twice a year they do this thing where they start discounting every fucking game on the service and then they have these like different sales and stuff where they'll take like 90% off stuff that you've been wanting to play and just haven't gotten to. Like I bought I bought the entire Assassin's Creed series up until even like with Black Flag and everything for right. uh, $18 the other day. Jeez, you can't beat that. No, not at all. And I won't ever really play them. I don't really have as much interest in it. But, I mean, maybe eventually I'll get around to it. Uh, what else did I buy? I mean, like, there, there's just all kinds of shit. I bought that game uh, Enslaved uh, Journey to the West because I wanted to play it back when it came out, and I never did. And I started playing it last night, and it's really awesome. It makes me wish I would have played it back when it came out so they could have made more money off of me. But Right. Uh what else did I buy? I don't even remember. I, that's the problem. I bought so much shit, I don't fucking remember what I bought. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good. You sound like me, and I think anyone else listening that has Steam, because yeah. that's Steam. That's what you do. Yeah. So if you don't have Steam, uh, get it and spend all your money on it. And then don't play 50% of the games. Yeah. I <laughs> Exactly. Because uh, I have... 237 games now. I think oh my I've, gosh. I think I've played 60 of them maybe. <laughs> kind of awesome. Yeah. 
And I'll buy shit that I've already played just to have it because maybe one day I want to go back and play it again. I've done the same. I've definitely done the same. I just don't don't understand myself for the mentality. So um, that's really, I think that's about it, right? I'm just going to wrap up. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered a, a lot of good topics. I think it was a good episode. Yeah. I think it was an interesting episode. Next week we'll have even more. We're going to have a guest next week. I've maybe two guests next week, actually. Oh, yeah? Good. Yeah, since the last two weeks we have any guests, Justin and I have just been getting stuff off of our minds and uh, talking. We appreciate the continued support and getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So thank, thank you for listening. And uh, <clears throat> next week we will have one to two guests, and they're going to be very special. And I will announce them during the week so you know who they are if you want to ask questions. They'll be good. Where are you guys going to be in the next week so that people might come out? Oh, man. Uh, Wednesday... San Diego, Thursday, Sacramento, Saturday, Seattle, Sunday, Portland, then two days off, then like St. Louis, Indianapolis, and the Midwest area. That's cool. Yes. Uh, If anybody's interested in Cincinnati uh, and wants to come out to May Day on Saturday, I have a comedy show there with two girls, Ariel Elias and Molly Rubin Long from... uh, New Orleans, they're coming up. They're on tour right now. So uh, it's an early show at May Day. It starts at 7.30. Um, and it, you can, even if you're not 21, you can still come because it's, you know, an early show. So so go to that. Yeah, so feel free to come out if you want and support comedy. It's free also. You don't have to pay anything. They also have really good food. So if you want a hot dog, you can get one. Um, I do want a hot dog. Who doesn't? I want, uh, I want a hot dog. Very true. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook rate us on iTunes. And and please rate us on iTunes and, and to give us, us good ratings. It means a lot Stitcher. to us. Or just jump on the bandwagon with everybody else and start rating us badly because you're mad about everything in the world. Yeah, that, that uh, also works as well. But uh, I'll announce our guest this week and uh, – We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for always listening. You guys are the best. And yeah. Justin, I'll text you and nude me in the shower in about two minutes. Oh, okay. I don't really want that. but Well, i got to take a shower real quick, so I might as well just go ahead and text you on. That, that's not implied in taking a shower. No, but I'll go ahead and send you one. It's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, uh, okay. All right, bye, everybody. All right, bye. <laughs>